This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 126. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa, and Vicky's laughing at me because I'm yawning. I'm feeling a little whimsical. I needed a nap earlier and I didn't take one. No. And now I'm like a kid that needs a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me. I got stuck watching Sex in the City. I don't know how that that's such an addictive show. It and is. it's so not a it's me maddening. show either. I know. I know. It's such a yeah, it's not it's not me. I'll just put it that way. And I got so I get so sucked into that show. And you can't just watch one, no. right? You gotta watch like six. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, in today's episode, we are very excited to kind of switch things up a little bit. We asked you guys, we put a call out to our listeners and readers and community members to ask us anything. We were just wanted to know what was on your mind. And, um, you know, we've gotten quite a few new listeners lately. So we just wanted to folks to be able to ask us anything from personal to anything right this is like one of those ama things on reddit but but you guys are really nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's true that's yeah. very true all right but uh before we get into asking the questions that were posed to us the nice questions uh let's talk about a rating all right we do have one it is uh, is from uh september 28th of 2015 from vegan in progress who says loving it Vicky and Larissa are getting it right. Great info mixed with humor and compassion. Aloha. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Vegan in progress. That's very exciting. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, Upcoming events. Now we've got Thanksgiving just around the corner. Now Larissa and I used to host this every year at our house until we became vegetarians. And my brother graciously took (laughs) that over from us. And they are just such gracious hosts. I mean, they always make sure we have plenty of stuff. And your mom is a vegetarian as well. So they, they always get us covered. Right. Yeah. So no, thank you so much, Kimmy and Danny for uh, hosting every year now. And uh, so what do we have for our community for Thanksgiving? We've got a few things going on. Uh, so this podcast episode comes out on uh, November 15th. So for you guys, for us, it's a week, a week away. But for you guys, tomorrow, November 16th, our special Thanksgiving edition of our uh, email newsletter will come out. Yeah, we're getting more active with our e- with our newsletter now. So if you have not signed up for that, this is the time. And yes. you get a free cheat sheet with it, too. Yes, you do. Uh, so that will come out tomorrow. If you haven't signed up yet, definitely uh, do so. You can go to www.vegetarianzen.com. And on the right-hand side, on the uh, at the top of the, what is that thing called? Sidebar? Mm-hmm. Uh, is a simple little sign-up form. Put your name in there, your email address. You'll get added to the list. You'll get our free cheat sheet. And uh, up for adding more vegetables to your diet. Uh And then you will be all set to get that Thanksgiving newsletter on Monday, November 16th. And then everything else that we have going on. Now, needless to say, Larissa and I would not ever dream of giving your email to anyone else. So 
Just know that it's safe with us. And we are also very cautious about what we send to you guys. Now, <laughs> I say that with a little bit laugh because we, this is one area that you and I have not really done a lot in in full disclosure, in the email mm-hmm. that is. But yeah. we do want to do that. And it, a lot of it came from the from the fact that we didn't want to just send you stuff just to send you stuff. We really wanted to be thoughtful about the types of things that we were sending that were going to add value to you because both of us know very well that we just get tons of email and I get really annoyed when I get emails mm-hmm. that don't provide a lot of value to me. Right. So I really appreciate getting value in my inbox. And that's one of the things we are going to be focusing on probably in 2016. Right, Larissa? Right. Absolutely. Uh, so we did uh, Halloween a couple weeks ago. We'll have Thanksgiving. We'll do a, a, a December holiday one as well. And then going forward, uh, something else that you can check out for Thanksgiving ideas. I know in our Peas and Carrots Society, our closed Facebook group, we've already had Thanksgiving chit chat going on and people sharing awesome recipes and ideas and asking questions. Uh, so that is definitely one resource. If you're not a member of the Peas and Carrots Society on Facebook and, you, and you're on Facebook, definitely head out there and uh, check it out. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen and it's all together. And that'll get you there. Just request to join. I'll approve you. And there you are. Awesome. And then we also have a Pinterest board. Yeah, on the Pinterest board, we have a lot of good stuff out there. We've been posting pretty much from the beginning, and we don't, again, very careful about what we're putting out there. It's got to be value adds. We don't like to just put a bunch of junk out there, but we do have some good boards, especially around the holidays. You'll want to take a look at that because there'll be a lot of potlucks coming up, a lot of team events uh, at work and all that kind of thing. So if you're looking for ideas, head on out to the Pinterest boards. And we try to put the most relevant ones for the particular season up front first yeah, so top, you don't right. have to go searching all through the through the uh, through our library of boards there. and we have a thanksgiving specific one that will be the very first one you see on our profile on yeah on we have Pinterest. one for potlucks too mm-hmm. yep okay are we ready to move into the main topic i guess yay some okay. awesome questions now you kind of put these together for us I so did. some of these I, I think we pretty much talked about some, a lot of them, but these are really cool. Yeah, I really like this. We, okay. Some really good questions. So I started out, I divided these kind of into sections here. So questions about us specifically first, and then some questions about our furry babies, and then questions about us and food, and then just some other questions. And now there's a lot of questions here, so we'll do our best to get through these. If we don't get through all of them, then we'll just have to have a part two yes, later on. Definitely. Or some trail <laughs> after, right? Okay. Right. So the first one where were you born and how long have you lived in texas i and that's from jen defranco jen Jen defranco uh i this is vicky i was born raised and i say i will probably die in texas (laughs) not because i'm a boring person and that i can't or scared yes a long time from now hopefully but uh it I say that because my family's here in Texas. I am very close to my family. My my mother, my father, my brother, my sister all live here. And, uh, I, you know, the city, I complain about it sometimes because it can be a little <laughs> lacking in certain areas. But uh, overall, it's my city. Right. So. Yeah. And now I was born here in San Antonio. I was born at uh, Fort Sam Houston at the old hospital, which is now a... a 
it's, it's a historic monument now. They can't tear it down. It's, I think it's just empty now. But uh, anyway, I was born there. And I, of course, being a military brat, bounced around every couple of years. And I ended up back here in San Antonio for my senior year in high school, strangely enough. And um, so, yeah, I've been all over the place. But this is where I was born. All right. Now, this next question, several people asked us this. This is Heather Gross Marigold, who is our virtual assistant in the Philippines. Awesome. A rock star. star. (laughs) Uh, Marigold and Christina Halliman asked us, how did you meet? All right. Well, which version should we tell? The parent (laughs) version? We came clean with the... the, We're getting married in 30-something days now. I think uh, the the truth is... The actual version. Yeah, the actual version. So... I had just come off of a pretty significant breakup and Larissa as well. And she was just, you were just back from Florida, mm-hmm. right? You were yeah. living in Florida for a while. And uh, we were both in San Antonio. However, funny thing is, we actually met online. Now, we were not on a dating service mm-hmm. site. It was a more of an activist political site. Uh, well, it wasn't really even politics. It was more just no, activists, like a- right? Activism, it was like yeah. LGBT activism kind yeah. of thing. And uh, actually, I don't even just think L. the site is yeah, <laughs> yeah, just L. I don't even think it's around just anymore. L. But it was really cool. And uh, and I was finding a lot of so I was working on my MBA at the time, and so I didn't have a lot of time to go out very much. But I was still kind of you know living alone for the first time in a while, actually I think ever. <laughs> and uh, so I started hanging out with some friends on online just talking more activist kind of stuff and lo and behold i started talking to this one chick a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) and uh larissa and i were just talking and we were really hitting it off and it was funny because you somebody said is anybody from texas well no no what what happened was it's really funny um it there's it's you know the this activist site but there was like a small little chat area now this was back in 2001 so chat was not what it is today it wasn't anything sleazy it wasn't like no (laughs) no it was just a small just one little chat room you know for anybody who happened to be on the site uh and that evening there were about what seven or eight people in there and somebody said you know that that um asl what age sex location but no s just al yeah (laughs) um so like where's everybody from and there was somebody i remember there was somebody from australia there was somebody like from one of the northern plain states or something and a couple other people and then two of us said Texas. Yeah. And so then we started, hey, where are you in? Where are you in Texas? San Antonio. San Antonio. Weird. And yeah. so then we started talking and Vicky said, uh, are you watching the Spurs? And I wasn't, but I flipped the TV on. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Isn't that sweet? She flipped it on before she answered mm-hmm. me because she didn't want to start out lying. Yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> lie and say, sure, I'm watching it. Mm. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> so we started just uh, first, we started talking online, and, and it was kind of weird to me, uh, the whole thing, because you hear a lot of stories, and you have to be careful, and uh, so I was really cautious. I didn't even want to talk to you directly yeah. right away. We were just kind of had this thing where we were just emailing. I think mm-hmm. we were just emailing. We were emailing, right? emailing you know, each other. I think other. I printed those e- out. I think I still have them somewhere. I still had a flip, flo- flo- flip, <laughs> flip phone flip at this phone. time. Yeah. yeah, so did I. Uh, so, yeah, there was no, no iPhones then. No. Mm-mm. But uh, we... So then finally I gave you my number and I said, call me, but don't tell me when you're going to call me. Cause I was, I'm just like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to know. Yeah. And then you called me and then I thought it was the wrong number because we were talking about SpongeBob one time and you said, can I speak to Bob? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. And you're like, wait, no, wait, didn't wait, wait, I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You're I like, said, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then we decided to meet in person at the San Antonio Zoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went, We and, and here's a funny story <laughs> too. So she told me to meet her at the, the Black-Handed Spider Monkey's cage and so i was there and i didn't see her and i thought yeah this and is you knew what i looked on. like i didn't know what you look like that's right for that's all right. i knew you were you a 70 year old man <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> and then i was about to leave i thought oh what's going on here you know so this is just a setup of something or i don't know what and uh then you've called me or something mm-hmm. and uh i said and i'm, I was I'm not at happy. the I, yeah, she was, was very irritated. upset because she thought that I had stood her up too. So I said, I am at the cage and I'm looking straight at the monkeys. Yes, that's sad, but we didn't, we weren't vegetarians. Yeah, we weren't, no. <laughs> but uh, we, you know, I was looking straight at the monkeys and I said, uh, I'm looking right and I'm looking around. And I just see like a five-year-old boy <laughs> with his grandfather there. And there I'm thinking, what's going on? And then she's like, you know what? There's two of those spider monkey cages. So then she came over and we went out to play pool, I think. Uh-huh. And I went to eat. And we went to go eat at uh, Cheesy Jane's, uh-huh. which is like a, was a hamburger place. Yeah. And um, that was it. Yep. That was about it. And here we are 14, four, 14 years later, years later and married. we are <laughs> getting married in 33 days. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that question. Yeah. Uh, what are other care? Uh, I'm sorry. This is uh, from Heather Gross. And she said, what are other careers? What, what are, are your, your other, other careers? And how do you balance everything? Well, Larissa, this is her career. She yeah. left a kind of an office what you were doing, I forget your t- actual title. I was a de- I design uh, project manager. I It was a construction company, and I did uh, design um, FF&E uh, ordering. So I ordered, ordered furniture. I met with clients building nursing homes and, you know, picked out all the fabrics and the furniture, and I did all the ordering and the delivery and all that stuff. So. But that was not her dream job. So no. unfortunately, she was, wasn't – well, I she was an archaeologist when, for a few years, but then unfortunately, this is where I was going with that. Not unfortunately, we're not archaeologists. I thought that was really cool. You were an archaeologist. She was an archaeologist. That's what she went to college for. But uh, she was diagnosed with lupus when she was out on a dig actually in Arizona and mm-hmm. could not go out in the field anymore because of the exposure to the sun, which really bummed her out. Mm-hmm. So luckily, she didn't have to stay in the corp. Well, it wasn't even a corporate job, but it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't a corporation. It was four right? years. It was, like, I was there. It was an office job. And Uh, That was not her dream job, and I knew she was not happy there. So luckily, we started our own podcast thing. And Luckily, uh, I got canned. (laughs) She wasn't going to say it. I'll say it. Everything (laughs) happens for a reason, doesn't it? It really does. Uh, I am a business analyst manager by day. I work for a large mutual fund company, one of the largest in the world. It's a a good company. It's good to me. Um, For almost 18 years. For almost 18 years. I've been a manager for about 17 of those years there. And, uh, you know, great folks there. Great, really great. Uh, If you heard a couple of podcasts ago, I talked about an opportunity I had to do almost like a TED Talks type of podcast. uh, speech Presentation, there yeah. that they they did such a great job with that. I mean, it's a it's a really great place to work. So, all right, okay. if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? And this came from Jen DeFranco. Yeah, Jen is awesome. She asked like she sent an email. She responded to our email and she sent like a list of ten questions. So you'll hear her name quite a bit here. So thanks, Jen. You know, I don't know that I have a specific city that I would say. And like I said, I. I would always picture myself coming back here in some ways. But if I could live anywhere right now, 
I think we have more criteria, right, that we've talked about. So we've talked about by a natural body of water, Mm -hmm. whether it be a river, lake, or ocean, Mm -hmm. because I just get so energized by natural bodies of water. I just love being by the... In fact, if I don't go to the ocean I'm for a while, I get depressed. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going to California next week on business and I'm just looking so forward <laughs> just to seeing it. It's just being around it gives me the energy. So we know we want to be by very close to a natural body of water and we also want to live in a historic home. Mm-hmm. We got very close to buying a historic home several years ago, right before Larissa. I didn't say this, but before you got Ken. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but again, every, I truly believe everything happens yeah. for a reason. We were really close to buying it, as a matter of fact, before. And, and then you got let go, which mm-hmm. is great. Because, I mean, in the sense that we didn't go forward with right, it right. at that time. Yeah. Well, for me, um, I would, quite honestly, I would not be here. You know, I mean, I, I, I love, I like San Antonio. I, I like this area around here, the natural area, but it's just not my, it wouldn't be my first choice if you weren't here. You know, I mean, I'm not tied here by a whole lot of family like you are. Um, I don't have very much family. So I, you know, that's not like a huge deal for me. Uh, I would, I'd be somewhere in Europe, quite honestly. In Europe? I, in Europe. Yeah, I'd either, I can see I'd that. either be in Europe or in Australia. Um, probably either in um, Scotland or England or in Australia. All right. I just have to deal with the cold and the damp, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right. So the next question comes from Cindy Judge, and she said, "Where uh, were you both vegetarians when you met? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we became vegetarians two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. 2013. 2013. And we did so quite unintentionally we were home bored decided to watch a couple of documentaries it was a 2013 february Mm -hmm. january february and we decided to watch a couple documentaries the first one we watched was fat sick and nearly dead and the second one we watched was vegetated i think vegetated is the one that did it for both of us (laughs) and i became very much i had already been kind of leaning there but larissa and i never really talked about it no i don't think we ever talked about it every day Mm -hmm. and uh after seeing that documentary we decided that i decided really that i didn't want that energy in my Mm -hmm. body and i did not want to support the meat industry at all Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i mean for sure we never talked about it beforehand because had we talked about it before we, you know, we did that that day, I would have said, are you kidding me? I don't like <laughs> any of that stuff. Yeah. And I didn't. She didn't even really like, didn't. and that's why we had a, that's where a lot of struggles came yeah. in for us early on was then we both became junk food vegetarians and we're still, you know, we still don't eat. We, I'd like to eat a lot healthier than we do. Mm-hmm. So we eat some, we've talked about, you know, faux meats in the past and stuff. But, you know, the thing about that is it's still processed mm-hmm. and we want it. We've been weaning back on that quite a bit as well, but. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Should we move into some questions about the furry ones? Yes. Let's do that. I love talking about them. All right. So Cheryl Horrocks asked, which fur baby did you add to your family first? Well, if you count Chrissy. 
Chrissy was my dog, though. So mm-hmm. she, when she was my... But she was part of our family. Oh, no, no, definitely. Yeah. But I mean, we didn't add her to our no. family. She came with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first one we added to our family was Molly Brown. Mm-hmm. So we had those two dogs. We had Molly Brown and Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy passed away in 2007 or 8, something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. It was after because we got Jake in 2007. And we had Chrissy for two years. I think it was 2000. Nine. Mm-mm. I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, okay. So it was around. It was around yeah. that time. Yeah. And uh, so then we found Jake at Larissa's. See again. Why did you get the office job? Right. The office job is not something you would have mm-hmm. wanted. But you found. I think the office job was all about finding Jake. Finding Jake. Yeah. Because I you found, found Jake him in a tree. Yeah, I found him in a tree. So we got Molly first. Then uh, Molly was in. This, it was in it was a year January after we were together. Dis- of 2003. Mm-hmm. And no. I like to tell her the story of yeah. how I found her. I tell her the story sometimes when I <laughs> when I tell her that we were at the uh, Humane Society and I was looking in, at this uh, cage full of really rowdy puppies. And they all looked the same, so they were all from the same litter. And she was the only one in the back that was just kind of chilled out, yeah. just looking at them like, ugh, what idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky's like, that one. That's the one. And I pulled her out from the back. And I when I showed her to Larissa, she was just like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. Yeah. So uh, that was Molly. And then, yeah, Jake, I found in the tree outside my, my office window. And then uh, next we got Samantha Baker uh, a week after Jake because you just can't have one cat. No. Yeah. No. no. I've Anybody had one who cat before has cats. They, yeah. You they need will, to. They need that companionship. Yep. And so. then uh, I guess a year after that, we got Iggy. Uh, thread good because mm-hmm. uh, we got her from your cousin who um, wasn't a cat rescuer per se, but she was kind of like the cat lady that the cats just knew that she would take care of them and find them home. So they would like kind of come up to her house. And we were actually trying to help her get rid of uh, several or adopt out. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds bad. Get yeah. rid of uh, adopt out several of the cats. And there was like eight of them. Mm-hmm. And, and we were sharing the pictures on Facebook. No intention of getting another. We, now we have four animals at this time. Mm-hmm. So we had no intention of getting another one. And then Larissa said, did you see number five? Or I don't mm-hmm. remember what number she was. Did you just look at her face? And we looked at it and we we're just like, oh my gosh. And yeah. then my cousin told me the story of her where she had actually, that she had found Iggy on her porch with her umbilical cord still tied to her. And mm-hmm. she had to, I guess she had gone away from her mom or something. and Or her mom brought her up her there because there were feral there. cats all around. Yeah. And uh, my cousin luckily had another cat that was there already with her that was nursing uh, its own litter. And the feral cat society told her, well, just rub the rub a towel on the kitten and, and rub it on the or rub it on the mom and then rub it mm-hmm. on the kitten. And hopefully the mom will adopt it. And sure enough, that's she did. Fortunately. And uh, once she was big enough, we took her home. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next question is from Danielle Freed. And she says, why do all of your animals have famous characters, people's names, like first and last? <laughs> and they do. <laughs> so we had, uh, well, Chrissy didn't. Well, well, Chrissy was, yeah, Chrissy didn't, but she was, but named, she was after named after Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders, who yeah. is one of my favorite musicians right so then there's molly brown mm-hmm. unsinkable well we called her unsinkable because she was rescue and we we do we liked uh strong women's names so care people fictional or not that we mm-hmm. admired so uh, uh molly brown obviously is mm-hmm. not fictional but um mm-hmm. we wanted we 
said she's un unsinkable un mm-hmm. unsinkable molly brown well, when we got her she was four pounds and she was anemic so we had yeah. to give her medicine and all yeah so we gave yeah, her that she was not name. healthy right and then uh jake ryan okay so <laughs> 16 candles is just one of my favorite sh- uh movies and it's funny because when larissa got jake she found jake at her work as she mentioned and he was he stayed this is why he's so close to her is because she, he stayed on her lap that day almost all day at work she had him there and, and he so was tiny bonded. he was very tiny and i said please don't name him we were trying to adopt him out i said please don't name him we can't we have two dogs already i don't know how they're going to get along with a cat i said we can't we really shouldn't keep a cat and uh she said, I said, please don't name him because I knew she was going to get attached. So I she didn't. loves Cash. She didn't name him. But then she came home and <laughs> I was looking at his picture, I guess, because she hasn't made a picture of him. And when when I got home, I said, okay, I've got a perfect name for him. <laughs> she was so waiting for me in the garage yeah. when I pulled into the garage. You had just gotten home. You'd gotten out of your car and you were standing there and you said, you said, do you still have him? Do you still have him? Did you give him a name? I was like, no, you told me not to. I have the perfect name. <laughs> I was like, yes. So, so then you knew he was ours. Yeah. But uh, I just loved his black fur. Reminded me of one of Jake Ryan, who was mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters in 16 Candles. And, you know, Jake's hair was really black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That really dark those dark features and so we named him jake ryan and of course needless to say when we got samantha just a few weeks later that was week the later, next weekend next yeah. weekend uh yeah just samantha made sense <laughs> <laughs> and she picked me actually so mm-hmm. she came and crawled up on my shoulder we went looking at uh, rescue cats and she uh came over and crawled right up on me so she's my cat mm-hmm. and then uh iggy we just when my cousin told me the story of how she was found on her porch, very sick, and she did have a lot of health problems. And out of all of our cats, she's the one that has had the most health issues. Mm-hmm. Not really serious, but she tends yeah. to get sick. Um, she had like an ear infection and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, again, I said, tough woman. Let's think of tough women that we like. And uh, Fried Green Tomatoes was one of my favorite movies. So I said, what about Iggy Threadgood? Mm-hmm. So... And she's the quirkiest, weirdest, biggest chicken. <laughs> and she's chicken too. And I, I tell her like when I say, "Come here, Edgy," and she runs. And I, I say, you know, I never would have named you that if I knew you were that chicken. <laughs> so those are our babies. And thanks, guys, for those questions. All right, so let's move on to food. All right. All right. So several people ask questions about our favorite foods and our not on our least favorite foods. So uh, Chris Adcock and Rachel Elizabeth Cole asked, what is your all time favorite food? I don't even have to blink. Nachos. <laughs> Nachos all day, all night. Okay. So I, I would, if I could own a restaurant, it would be a nacho mm-hmm. restaurant. Mm-hmm. All nachos, breakfast nachos, lunch nachos, everything. Yep. <laughs> dessert nachos. Dessert nachos. <laughs> I'll do the dessert nachos. Uh, and I guess mine, I don't know, this sounds cliche and stupid, but I love pizza. I've always loved pizza. Of course, now I don't eat meat on it. Um, the only meat, when, when I was eating meat, the only one that I ate was pepperoni. I didn't do like all the sausage and hamburger and all that yucky stuff. But um, I now I put spinach and mushrooms and, you know, on it. And I, I still love pizza. And I just sometimes I just love plain old cheese pizza. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but I, I can't think of anything else. You can else. do so much with it, though. Just like yeah. nachos. You can top them. You can make different toppings yep. for it, right? Yep. 
All right. right. So next, uh, Norma Brown wants to know, what's the one food you couldn't live without? And Nachos. Not, yeah. <laughs> I went ahead and, and put that in there, even though it's uh, because it could be a different answer. I know yours wouldn't be. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's like next question that's it next question um I, you know for me i i don't know i i don't know that there's cereal things <laughs> shut up uh, um i you know i just i don't know i mean i love like i love dried fruit and stuff so i guess but i i don't i don't know well you know what i will uh, just to change it up a little bit i'll say Spicy food. So like uh, yeah. jalapenos, love jalapenos. Tabasco sauce. I've always got something spicy going mm-hmm. on with stuff I eat. Yeah, I always make you, if I make something new, I make you taste it first before you put stuff on it. She so you actually know what it tastes it like. you put Tabasco all So over. you know what the real flavor is. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, I used to tell my dad that too, because uh, he's just like you. All right. All right. So next question, uh, Jen DeFranco wants uh, to know, what is your favorite meal and what is your favorite dessert? Nachos. Nachos. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I love uh, pot pie. And when we... Were, when we ate meat, you know, I used to make chicken pot pie that my Nana made and then my mom made when I was growing up. And so I would make that. When we became vegetarians, I took the same recipe for the like the sauce and everything. And I just adapted it with all vegetables, left out the chicken. And I don't even use any of like the corn, you know, fake chicken or anything. I just do all vegetables. And it's so good. Okay, your pot pie is definitely... Probably next on that list, awesome. on my list of favorites. You're absolutely right. It's awesome. Yeah, and I and it's it really like it reheats well and everything. So I just I love it. What about dessert? Oh gosh, um, I love key lime pie. I know that sounds. I, I don't know. I mean, I love anything sweet. So <laughs> <laughs> my mom makes a, a chocolate cake that um I absolutely love. It's like a, it, she makes it with sour cream and and then she makes the icing and uh by hand and everything and I actually made it for myself for my birthday a few years ago cuz I just wanted that cake. Um but that's really good, but I love ice cream. Um I don't know, everything. I will say chocolate pie. That's my yeah, favorite you do all love time. Pie. Yeah, that's my favorite all time dessert. Yeah, I like like I like lemon pie, but not not that kind of like not that um, lemon meringue pie that's like that gel stuff. I like the custard one, so that's good. All um, right, what about your least favorite food? Now, this question was asked by Jen DeFranco and Chris Adcock. All right, so let's see: coconut, banana. Um, avocado. Um, no, but you're like, uh, absolute sprouts. least. Oh. Absolute least. You got to pick Gosh. one. Um, well, you go. I'll think about Brussels it. Brussels sprouts. Really? Yes. I've mm. tried to like those. I really do. And I like, unlike you, I like most vegetables. The the two least I would say were cauliflower and, and it depends with cauliflower. I can put it in stuff and mm-hmm. not be, not really taste it. But Brussels sprouts, I cannot get over that taste. It's well, just too bitter for I me I would have something. to say then avocado. All right. I hate it. And you did try it again recently. I did. It's just... Wah. All right. All right. So Jen DeFranco wants to know, are we coffee drinkers? Yes. Yes. Too much. I drink too much coffee. I don't... 
I, I'm limiting myself more, but uh, we do have this. What's the, is it? It's uh, Rogers Family Coffee Company. Uh, they make, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, we have it in our Amazon store. They make the most awesome organic, uh, like breakfast coffee. And it's for the Keurig, but they also have like whole beans and they have like the ground, you know, uh, bags of ground, um, not for, if you don't have a Keurig. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I, we have good coffee at my work. So we're spoiled with the coffee there, but I will tell you this: the we the the one the, no, 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 no. <laughs> the one we have at home mm-hmm. is awesome. And you know the other thing that it's I love better. about Rogers uh, Rogers Coffee, and they they have several brands. Uh, they have the San Francisco uh, coffee. It's Fog Chaser is their one of the San Francisco. That's the ones. first one we tried of theirs. It is, mm-hmm. um, but this one, the one that we have now, is organic. It's the organic rainforest blend. And what I love about Rogers is they have a um, the the K cup thing. It's uh, like 90, I want to say it's like 98% or something biodegradable. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have that plastic cup. It just has like a little uh, biodegradable ring with the, the little filter. cover on the top and mm-hmm. then the filter underneath that, that that holds the coffee. But it doesn't have that that big plastic thing. And it doesn't have a strong aftertaste. That's how yep. you can tell good coffee, I think. Mm-hmm. So even Starbucks to me, I don't really dig Starbucks that much I don't anymore either. to tell you the truth. I really don't. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next question, which was, let's see. Let's okay, so Christina, Christina Halliman. Yeah, Christina Halliman wanted to know, what is your current favorite vegetarian or or vegan, I guess, product? Hmm. I've got a couple. Okay, you go first then. Okay, so I love these Veggie Goes uh, fruit. The, it's the dried, you, you know what fruit leather is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, and you've tried these too. And uh, you normally don't like fruit leather, but this is vegetable <laughs> What it sounds weird, but it's it's not just dried fruit; it's vegetables and fruit. So the one that I like the best is spinach and berries. So it has. Let me see if I can remember what it has in it. It has spinach and um, I think beets and berries, like strawberries and and blueberries and whatever berries, and um, maybe sweet potato. I'm, I'm not you know, sure. And those are good. You they may because yeah, I typically didn't like the mm-hmm. like the old fruit roll ups that mm-hmm. we used to get, and so when you told me, "Hey, try this," and I thought, mm, but I thought, okay, I'll try it. Yeah, it was good. It's really good, and yeah. it's uh, one of one little one strip has like one gram of sugar. That's all it. There's nothing else added. There's no preservatives. There's no additives. There's no added sugar. It's just pureed vegetables and berries. So I love those. Mine would probably be my Vega One protein powder i like that i use it that a makes, lot i yeah i use it uh, to make smoothies and it's got i think between 15 and 20 grams of protein for for a scoop and you can i i make really good smoothies with it so yeah, yeah. that's probably mine and it's got good good uh, nutrients in it yeah and then the other one that i'll mention just really quickly um and we were just talking about this in a, a discussion in the peas and carrots group was um jerky vegan jerky primal spirit uh, foods makes a vegan jerky that it's really good and they have I like it because they have several different varieties that are different flavors but they're also made from different things so they have several that are made from to- soy uh, the one that I like the best the hickory smoked is made from soy but they also have a shiitake mushroom one they have a uh, tempeh one and they've got and they're good 
you know, and they have the consistency of jerky and they're, they have that meaty type consistency, but it's all plant-based. All right. Next question comes from Rachel Elizabeth Cole and she asks, do you have a favorite vegan cheese? I will say I lo- really liked the Heidi Ho Heidi vegan Ho. cheese that we had. Now, was that, that wasn't nut based, was it? It's cashew, I think. It was a cashew. cashew. Yeah, I think that was a cashew cheese. Well, it was really good. And again, going back to the whole nacho obsession, (laughs) I think I had it on chips and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. So I'm digging the the vegan cheese. And at our wedding, actually, we're going to have a nacho bar. The, actually, the whole, it's going to be catered by our favorite vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the whole nacho bar, of course, is going to be vegan. And uh, he has a rice flour base, though. Yeah, I think, I think he has his rice flour. Very, um, very good. That's that's probably mine. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of vegan cheese, period. But I have made my own cashew, uh, like cheese sauce a couple of times. And that was really good. So I like that. But as far as brands go, I don't like like the the vegan shreds or the slices and stuff. I to me, it's just too fakey. Um, and it has a funny taste. So I, I'm not a huge fan. All right, next question. I'm liking this. I'm already <laughs> smiling about this. Daryl Roberts asked the question, has Larissa yet retired coconut? No, retried. Sh- oh, retried, sorry. I've has, retired uh, it, yes. Yeah, you retired it, yeah. Has Larissa yet retried, sorry, coconut sugar and come to the conclusion that she was wrong yet? <laughs> That's all. We forgive her. <laughs> Daryl, you're so funny. That's um, awesome. She yeah, hates no, coconut. I hate coconut. I hate it. <laughs> hate it, hate it. Although I will say, it's after so I good for you though. After really I said is. that, uh, the um, I remember at when we went to uh, our favorite vegan restaurant here in San Antonio, Viva Vejeria, um, the key lime pie that we had there was made with coconut sugar. There you go, and it was really good. I mean, I could teeny tiny taste you know that little coconut undertone but there was so much other stuff in it that i mean i can tolerate it like that but i just can't take i don't like like it dusted on cookies or cup you know anything where you can actually just taste the sugar granule blah so (laughs) awesome question thanks (laughs) daryl all right other questions what are a couple of your favorite cruelty-free beauty projects products sorry and that was carolyn douglas who carolyn asked douglas asked a question i don't know i don't use beauty products okay so i have a uh, when i went to whole foods i just use we don't neither one of us really wears makeup but we do i do use a uh, base at times and there's a product uh, it was a foundation called zuzu z-u-z-u i believe okay. is the name of it and uh so it you can tell that it is a little the Texture is a little bit different than the other kind of stuff I've brought in the past, but uh, and you don't use as much. But I really like it. It's the first one that I found that's cruelty free that is that I can use. Mm-hmm. So well, you know, and uh, like Vicky said, I don't I don't wear any makeup. I haven't worn makeup since oh my gosh, I don't even know the last time I wore makeup. Uh, but as far as like shampoo and things like that, I like Nature's Gate. Uh, shampoo and conditioner they have some really good scents and i like the way it makes my hair feel it makes my hair feel really soft and they are cruelty free uh also um let's see toms we use toms of maine toothpaste and i i'm a little bit conflicted about toms of maine because they were bought out by uh, colgate palmolive i think so i'm a little bit conflicted by that but uh we still do use their toothpaste and then also jason we use some jason products um which i i do like i have a problem with the like the 
natural deodorants uh, because they just don't work that great for We've me. We've tried several. At least in the summer. And especially when I work out, I really yeah. have tried to do that, I but can, it's very hard. I can hard. use them better in the winter here. And it's hard when I'm in a corporate <laughs> job. I'm not, I don't like, want to be the stinky kid. You stink. <laughs> um, all, all right. right. So Rachel uh, Cole wanted to know, and this is kind of related to Carolyn's question, how do you feel about vegan makeup, hair dye, and beauty products, yay or nay? Yay. I mean, yeah. definitely yay. I think it's just about trying different stuff, mm-hmm. though. That's That's what can be a little challenging. And that's why we really try to share products with you guys especially on our website as Mm -hmm. we find them and we try them out and we're happy to share any reviews that we do uh, here yeah and we we got we really recommend i mean we recommend we welcome your suggestions as well because you know there are just there are a lot of things that a i don't use so i wouldn't really know about but if you guys can recommend some stuff we can pass it along you know to our other listeners and and uh but b it's it's good to kind of like talk about these things and and um, discover new products that way so yeah neither one of us dye our hair no despite the fact that i'm getting more grays <laughs> seems like by the week i'm getting more <laughs> but uh no I'm but it's cute with, yeah <laughs> all right uh next question comes from danielle freed christina and asked a similar question this uh the question is do either or both of you feel like there will be a time you will go full vegan do you feel that that is a goal or pulled less Less and less towards animal products. Uh, You know, I think it is a goal. And I think we're slowly moving towards that. I think um, some of the things that I thought I could never give up, like Mm -hmm. cheese, have become a lot easier with the development of some of the great products that are out there. Mm -hmm. Cheese, and I will say uh, eggs as well. But we're, you know, like everybody else, we're coming along in our journey. And I would say that is the direction I'd like to head. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, we're a lot closer to that than we were when we started. I guarantee Mm -hmm. you that. We're even a lot closer to that than I think than we were... um, you know, six or eight months ago. And I, I don't, I don't necessarily mean closer to it in like a hundred percent practice, but closer to it in um, thought or in, you know, being able to conceive it. Because like you said, I mean, before cheese was like, that was it. I mean, yeah. that that's what was stopping us. And I can't imagine because vegan cheese is nasty, but it's now that there are some other options like the Heidi Ho and like, you know, some of the recipes that, that we've found. And just to reiterate sauce. what you said, you were saying, you were saying that's what we, that's what we thought before. Yeah, Cause you said vegan cheese is nasty. I was no, like, well, that's no, what we not. thought before, <laughs> but now we're yeah. starting to realize that there are some good vegan cheese products out there and also lots of good recipes to try well i mean and we're having vegan cheese at our at our wedding right so So i I, you know i still think we'll get there and and it's a journey just like we've been on and just like uh, you know everybody's on Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we'll see all right thanks for the question next question comes from norma brown and she said what's your number one tip for newbie vegetarians that's a good question that is a great question all right what about you Well, you know, I think, and this is speaking for myself, you know, my number one tip for me as when I was just starting out is um, forgive yourself, you know, Um, for I would say, well, I would say two things, forgive yourself and educate yourself. Oh, good. 
That's good. Those educate yourself. Show. That's good. I would say educate yourself for sure, because as we started out as junk food vegetarians, we thought it was just about giving up meat, and we started eating a lot of bad processed foods. We're still getting away from some of that, but we are much better than we were two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I would say, not so much for us, because we're very fortunate that we had a good support group around us, but I would say with anything that you're choosing to change about yourself it's so important that you surround yourself with people that are like-minded and can mm-hmm. support you so yeah. uh, we are very fortunate that our family even though they didn't they're not we don't have except for your mom there aren't any other vegetarians in our family but you wouldn't guess that because they are so supportive and always looking out for us right even I mean, my brother and i are going to watch the ronda rousey fight next weekend and he was like oh i'll have this vegetarian stuff for you and i mean who thinks of that yeah, right he said, I let mean, me know if there's anything yeah you, if there's anything else so you know, what, what we can get would for you, you eat or what could you eat or that mm-hmm. kind of thing? I mean, who does that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And that's the kind of family we have. But we understand not everybody has that support. And it's very important that you find groups like the community, like the Peas and Carrots Society and other groups that you can just talk to to make you feel supported in your goal and whatever that is i mean if your goal is to lose weight or your goal is to start your own business or whatever it is it's really important to surround yourself with like-minded people that can help you achieve your goals right you don't have to go it alone exactly uh all right so jen defranco any thoughts of writing a book it's funny you say that because that was one of our goals at one time i think it's still there it's just not i think again larissa and i don't want to do anything just for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Everything we do, particularly with this podcast and, and our uh, community, is that we want to do it with intentional, with the intent of delivering solid value to you guys. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so we've talked about maybe some sort of cookbook, but, you know, uh, yeah. Or like maybe a, with short, different things. maybe a short series of, of series of short ebooks on, you know, different type, like a high protein plant-based breakfast or you know different little kind of short topics like that you know and we we had toyed at one point with writing a book of you know our journey and and what have you but you know I mean really I I just don't I don't see the value in that 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 would give to other people at least not at this point well and I have tons of we have tons of cookbooks right and I want it to be something that we really if whatever book it is we write that it people come to find some value and it's not mm-hmm. just sitting on a shelf next yeah. to 30 other cookbooks on right, the shelf exactly. that it's really something that it's going to stand out right. so i think it's certainly on the table we just want to f- nice on the <laughs> table <laughs> That's something you would have said. I roll. Yeah, it is totally It's me. something that we would definitely consider. But again, we'd really want to be focused and thoughtful about what we did. Right. And, you know, that's a good question too, Jen. Um, if you guys have anything to contribute, you know, I yeah. mean, ideas, thoughts, um, whatever. Like what's missing? What's, what's missing from the cookbooks that are out there right mm-hmm. now or the vegetarian vegan cookbooks that you've come across that you would really love for somebody to write? Maybe mm-hmm. we're the ones to do it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We got a couple questions left. Uh, Fernando, our friend Fernando Lozano here in San Antonio, uh, asked this question on Facebook. Do you have a recipe for veggie tacos you can share? Why, yes, Fernando, we do. In fact, I kind of... uh, 
uh, you know, I knew we were going to talk about this, but I went ahead and, and posted this for Fernando the other day when he asked. We have a, a blog post that I wrote a few weeks back of vegetarian and vegan taco ideas. And it's kind of a, a compilation of different recipes, but it also has a kind of bullet pointed list of different options that you can use for your like outside. So like lettuce leaves and um, tortillas and different, different things like that, pita, whatever. And then it also has the different filling ideas. And then I have a bunch of recipes that I've curated from different recipe websites. So and for um, lunch today, we had some street tacos from our uh, friends over at Viva Vejeria, and they are so Hi Fred. good. They are the they have uh, mushrooms, mm-hmm. and they're lightly breaded and and fried a little bit on a corn tortilla. Larissa makes awesome fajitas, Thank mushroom you. fajitas, and those are sh- shiitake mushrooms mm-hmm. that you use. Uh, portobello, portobello. Sorry, yeah. and that uh, portobello, that uh, you link marinate is those. in that blog yeah. post, I think. Oh, man, there's so many good options, yeah. and Fernando. Pile on the guacamole, too. Good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. All right. So uh, Susan, our good friend, Susan Trammell. Uh, Susan is one of the very first people, I think, along with Danielle, Danielle Freed, who reached out to us, right? Kind of cl- from the very beginning, I yeah, think. Yeah. So Susan's been with us for a long time. Uh, Susan really wants this food truck. She said, <laughs> so do how, I, is Susan. The plan- how is the plans for the vegetarian Zen food truck coming along? Waiting patiently for no fish tacos. West Coast first stop, ladies. Lots of Zen vibes to be had. Oh, that's a great the because <laughs> I was thinking about tacos and of course the fajitas that we do are just I that you do I should say are amazing, okay. but no fish tacos. That's awesome. I had some uh, fish, no fish and chips <laughs> at uh, so just chips. It just. <laughs> No fish, fish and chips. That's okay. what I should say. Uh, we're at Green Vegetarian Cuisine, which is a vegetarian restaurant that we met up with a couple of our um, uh, friends, uh, James, Lindsay, and, and Kevin, uh, Kevin Hicks. Hicks. Met, met up with them over there, and I had the no fish, fish and chips taco. And I think uh, Kevin had it too. I'm not yeah, sure. One Kevin of them did, had it. Yeah. yeah, Kevin had it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, James had James the big, had the big nasty, nasty burger. burger. <laughs> Good but, stuff. Yeah. But that is a great idea. The no mm-hmm. fish fish tacos. Love that. Okay. So we were just talking about this today as well. I would really love to be able to do it. I think it's just we'd have a quite a bit of a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, you know, we were talking about our pets. We were talking about the house and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, again, kind of like the book. It's it, it's one of those things that's still there for us. Yeah. I would love to be able to do the podcast remotely. I would love to be able to take the truck to go visit animal sanctuaries and mm-hmm. do volunteer work at animal sanctuaries and stuff. I, I think it's there. It's just our position right now. It's just about how we how we would navigate that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up. Our last question is from Tom Perry. Tom says, what was your biggest frustration or roadblock when transitioning to a plant-based diet? Well, I think, and you'll probably agree with me here, um, I think for, for us both, it was um, just not educating ourselves well enough ahead of time and then just ending up eating junk. And feeling really and feeling bad. bad. yeah, Feeling really bad gaining weight mm-hmm. on <laughs> becoming a vegetarian. I mean, a lot of people think of vegetarians and vegans and they think of slender people and we were actually gaining weight because we were, and, and it felt horrible mm-hmm. because we were eating just horribly. So I would say that was... Probably our biggest frustration or roadblock. And that, 
once we started course correcting, that is our nutrition. That is what encouraged me and, and made me want to help other people so they didn't fall into that same position that we were in. Right. And this is why we started the podcast. Right. Paying it forward. Yep. Oh my gosh, this was so awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for all these amazing questions. I mean, I just, I was blown away. We just kept getting questions and questions and questions. So this was awesome. Yeah. And if you have any others, feel free to to, uh, leave them for us because as Larissa said, we might do a part two of this as well. Or just throw in one every now and then on an episode, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good idea too. All right. So uh, recipe this week. I'm going to do another blog post. Uh, I just did one this past week for the uh, vegetarian and vegan meals for one because that's what our podcast was on. uh, Our last podcast was on. So this week I'll do another one. And I think I will kind of curate our favorite recipes because Yay. we've talked a lot about them, like our pot pie and your nachos and <laughs> those tacos that we were talking about, the mushrooms. And so I think I'll just do a big old post full of those. That sounds good. Yeah. Right. people. You, that way it, it accommodates all different tastes, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. All right. Let's move into the quote of the week. The quote this week comes from Albert Camus. And he said, don't walk behind me. I may not lead. Don't walk in front of me. I may not follow. Just walk beside me and be my friend. The reason I picked that is because we think, well, we think of all of you guys, of course, as our friends, but I mean, we think of you as family as well. And I just, I'm so grateful for everybody who listens to us and who, for everybody who emails and who is parts of our, part of our peas and carrots society and, you know, on our Facebook page. And, uh, I'm just, I'm so grateful for everybody. Very grateful. You guys are awesome. I mean, this is, you guys are the reason we keep doing this every, every week because we just feel like you guys, like as Arissa said, I mean, I, I it's hard to even say friends. You're right. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it feels like closer than feels that. It's like right? family. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yep. You're the reason for the podcast. So we really appreciate you guys giving us the questions and, uh, and for being part of our community. Right. Absolutely. All right. Now, speaking of questions, we're going to turn the tables on you this week for our question of the week. Um, how did you find us? Ooh, that's I want to know. Question. So how did you find Vegetarian Zen? What led you to uh, to us? I mean, I've had people tell me when I've asked that before, oh, I was just looking, you know, for a vegetarian podcast, or I was looking for vegetarian groups on Facebook or things like that. So or a friend told me so. How did you how did you find us? Let us know. Um, go out to you can go out to the show notes for this episode, www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash one two six and let us know. You know, I wanted to add something here too, as I'm really excited because we just recently, whenever you type in vegetarian in in iTunes, we are the first podcast now to come yeah. up. That is awesome. And yeah. that's because of you guys that are downloading the show. And also, I cannot stress enough how important it is to leave us a rating if you haven't done so yet, because that's how people find the show. iTunes no, iTunes is a lot like Google in that sense that what people like and people are clicking on, people are downloading, people are leaving comments on. They want other people to find it too because they, they see that mm-hmm. that's adding value. So uh, if you can go out there and leave us, uh, leave us a rating, that would be awesome. And as you guys who have been listening for a while know, we read all of our five-star ratings on the show. Exactly. All right. I think Molly Brown wants to come inside now. <laughs> She's been outside. And we're hungry. <laughs> we're hungry. All right. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. 
we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.